0: Welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones. Unscripted Energy is a podcast focused on the healing properties of energy work integrated in everyday things in everyday life. Unscripted because... It's just that, unscripted, unedited authenticity from two people working in the field of energy and spiritual wellness. So tune in, not just to us, but to yourself and experience unscripted energy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the last episode of Season 5 of Unscripted wow. Energy. I'm your host, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined with my co-host, Pat Jones. How's Pat doing today?
1: I am so good. So Thank good. You. How are you?
0: Oh, much, much better. As our good. listeners might know, I was still recovering. But yeah. I am—I'm on the mend, as they say, and I'm doing much, much better today. So thank you. Uh,
1: uh, I'm glad.
0: Yeah, me too. It's like talk, uh, living in a tin can. No, that's not that's <laughs> very muscle. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, all good though. Today's uh, but, today's a good day to have a good day. Yes. Say. Yes. Yeah. Can you believe it's the last episode of season five?
1: I can't. It's, it just flies it absolutely flies by it 16, does sixteen yeah. episodes today seems
0: like we just started this season it does mm-hmm. that would make so if this is the 16th episode of the fifth season that would mean we're doing our 80th... are you are you doing math i know okay. it's it's i know it's really <laughs> not my strong suit I'm doing math 80, 80 yeah. episodes.
1: This, this is our
0: eightieth episode. That is wild. And we'll have to do something big for the start of uh, season seven. I guess it would be because that, that'll be when our hundredth episode airs. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I we can have a party
1: on on unscripted energy. We
0: could. We could invite some. Uh, we could invite some guests back to just pop in and have a have a Zoom yeah. party. Yeah, that, that would, would be, be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. It'd be so a lot party. of fun. Just mm-hmm. see who pops into the. That could be dangerous, though. We have to absolutely oh, yeah. make sure it's by invite only. Let's see who pops into yeah. the waiting room. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> interview oh, naked strangers. Sorry. Life. You're gonna,
1: you're gonna wait a little longer. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know who could pop in. Yeah. And speaking of that, now I know this is this episode is going to air a couple days after we recorded it. You know, goes on live. Um, On Sunday morning on the 14th of January. But um, we have a a podcast guest, a recent podcast guest that is debuting her podcast, uh, Trauma and Transcendence by Amanda Dodd, is actually airing tonight um, at 7 p.m. on Facebook. They're doing a little teaser thing. Um, So when you're listening to this, it'll have been like two or three days ago. But um, you can look for that on Facebook, Trauma and Transcendence. Uh, the host is Amanda Dodge. She was on the podcast a couple weeks ago and uh, great guest. Um, That'll
1: be really cool. I'm looking forward to checking
0: that out. I am too. I am too. And I encourage our listeners to, to check that out too. Um, mm-hmm. She's a wealth of knowledge. She's a fabulous hypnotist, fabulous healer, and um, can't say enough nice things about her. So we want to congratulate Amanda for yes taking the podcast dive with us and and (laughs) uh, joining the ranks of the podcasts out there. I have no no doubt it's going to be great. Uh, Amanda's also a fellow, she's a colleague of mine, uh, of course, but she's also a fellow writer on the um, uh, we have a podcast um, magazine. The Hypno Cafe podcast has a magazine and we are both uh, content writers for the Hypno um, okay. Hypno, yeah, for the Hypno Cafe Podcast Magazine. Um, Hypno Cafe Podcast Magazine, um, it, you can subscribe to it. They can deliver it right to your house. Um, our colleague Dan Goyette produces that and does a great job. And a bunch of us write different articles for it. It's a quarterly magazine. So it's another another podcast In uh, uh, and, and uh, you know, it's a wealth of knowledge in the the magazine there's so many different people from a variety of walks of life in the hypnosis world that write for that magazine so okay check that out too pat you might I will. you might like that uh, yeah. so yeah congratulations to them and um mm-hmm. just so many people that have been on the podcast just doing um, we're not taking credit for them but just want to give them a shout out um even jim Kellner, um he's doing some great things with my friend mm-hmm. grant saunders which if i could um add to my season six list of people i'd like to interview grant saunders if we can make the time thing work out because he's in the uk uh okay would be the would be awesome awesome ad i'm putting that out in the universe right now but yeah. say it three times it'll happen so grant saunders <laughs> grant saunders we want you on our <laughs> podcast Um, along with others, a lot of, we do have a lot of, um, I know that I'm going to spend a little, just a little, couple more minutes at the beginning of this podcast before we jump in today to just talk about, um, just the reception that we've got, gosh, in five seasons that so many people reaching out to Pat and I and going, oh my God, your podcast, we love it. It's great. It, it just, it relaxes me. We have people that listen to it when it comes out on Sunday. Um, some people have a routine they reached out and said, you know, I listen to it on Wednesday when I'm folding my laundry. I have a routine down. It's me and unscripted. And I think that's just great. Um, yeah. Yeah. We've also had people reach out and want to be guests mm-hmm. already for season six. So season that's six awesome. is shaping up to be really, really exciting. Some people returning um, to the podcast and some people, um, you know, just really excited, love what they've heard. I found it for the first time, um, you know, just the season. So, um, mm-hmm. and or you know, from colleagues of ours in the healing community, and they're like, "Can can I be on? Because I I want to share this mm-hmm. message." And uh, so, well, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what season six is going to hold. And yeah, me too.
1: Yeah. And and we've we've grown. I mean, we've oh gosh, uh, yeah. uh, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, and we're still having a lot of fun with
0: it we still like each other
1: we still like (laughs) each other we could talk all day still no problem yeah and um we've kind of grown and evolved so and we'll keep doing that i'm sure
0: i think so i think so i'm really just happy like we've said all along we really just started to do this because we were entertained by our conversations we thought other people might be Mm -hmm. too and so we're glad that that's resonating with people. Um, you know, we we do this just because we enjoy it. That's really yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. and you never know,
1: you know, um, something that we share might uh, really resonate with somebody and and
0: yeah, it turns cool. somebody's life around. Might plant that seed of hope that we always mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we strive for. That's yeah. really it we're just trying to provide a little hope in the world and, you know, give you an hour and a half or so of respite from the crazy in the world. So, that's it. If we've done that, we've done our job. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so. Good. It's Pat's turn to pick the word of the week for the final episode of Season 5. So, if you're just joining us for the first time, or, you know, you're while well, Pat's getting ready. This is how we set it up. We uh, we talk a little bit. We pick a word of the week. We talk about what that word might mean, um, how it kind of lands with us from a energy perspective, how it shows up for us in our lives, what it reminds us of, all those kinds of things. We meditate around it. We do some really cool things. So um, I hope you'll I hope you'll enjoy this episode. I have no doubt that you that you will. So hat. has a bowl of words. And what is your word of the week? Alright,
1: let's pick one. Let's see what we get. Hmm. 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 This is interesting. I saw this word one day and I thought, hmm, I'm going to put that in my bowl. (laughs) The word is suchness. S-U-C-H-N-E-S-S. Suchness. I think I might have been reading
0: That's and
1: read that word, and I'm like, so what exactly does that mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. And I
1: don't think I even looked it up. I just wrote it down and put it in the book.
0: It's just a cool word. Cool yeah. word. Yeah. So such, as in, you know, such a life as this. Yeah. Um, suchness.
1: Yeah. What's suchness.
0: On? Got it.
1: So, sorry?
0: I said, got it. I'm
1: okay. Yeah. So, um, the definition is a noun, it's a noun, a fundamental, intrinsic, or characteristic quality or condition. Um, seraphic indifference to the suchness of his surroundings is the example. Mm-hmm. And it also says Buddhism.
0: I saw that in my definitions over here. There's a Sanskrit word for it. Yes. Um. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I still don't know what it means.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's throwing us for a loop. Then, in the Buddhist um, concept or the Sanskrit concept um, that I'm reading, it's a Buddhist term, variously translated as "thusness" or "suchness." Referring to the nature of reality free from conceptual elaborations and the subject object distinction. So when I see that, it's like the nature of like pure reality without your connotation or explanation of what it just is it 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 just is yeah there's no regard for instances or like the suchness of life the suchness of life yes and wow yeah
1: yeah because i'm reading this the one i read again fundamental intrinsic characteristic quality
0: Yeah. Yeah. So when I think of a, and see, we always get excited about a word once oh, no. we kind of latch onto it. So sometimes mm-hmm. we forget to meditate on the word. But I'm just gonna say what was on my, my yeah. head and heart in that moment. When I think of a person as being like a such person, it's they like you said they just are. Mm-hmm. It's it's there's nothing that.
1: What you see is what
0: you get. Yeah, there's nothing that need to be implied or exemplified. It's just what stated is. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And gosh, I, mm-hmm. I've got so much energy going on in my in my head in my around this, which I think is interesting because mm-hmm. that's where our thoughts resonate, right? And when yeah. you are kind of steadfastly, I don't know, determined. I think that's where that energy comes from. It's a lot of head energy around this word suchness. Very it, interesting.
1: Yeah. it's Well, it makes, for me, it makes you think, first of all, like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, trying to grasp that word and that concept. and And so, yeah, we are... Kind of immediately drawn to thinking about it.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, okay.
0: <laughs> you had no idea. And I, just,
1: I just, for my own, you know, thing here. I looked up intrinsic too. Okay.
0: Because
1: that was part of the, it, belonging to a thing by its very nature.
0: Yeah. So no. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No need to glorify so nature, it. Just is.
1: Nature definitely um, helps, kind of, for myself.
0: Box around, that definition
1: around.
0: Around this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. I also <laughs> like the. Um, I don't know. It reminds me of. The, it take. It, it really takes me back to my my studies in in buddhism and um, so it's going to be an interesting conversation that comes out of this because i will state for the record i'm i'm not a buddhist and then if if the words that come out of my mouth in any way shape or form are incorrect or or um somehow insult the buddhist community i i don't mean to i'm just openly ignorant to my knowledge
1: <laughs> yeah I mean, I haven't studied it, um, but I do love my kirtan um, chanting. That's that's as close as I've come to, mm-hmm. to being um, interested in, in Buddhism. So,
0: I... I'm just fascinated by all religions and how, and like you, the principles behind them. Just Yeah, and
1: the philosophies
0: yeah. and... Yes, I'm a... Um, Big on I big on studying the different philosophies and schools of thought around mm-hmm. p- how people yeah. think. What makes thought. oh, I
1: like that. I like that phrase, schools of thought. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: great. So
0: shall we? We shall because she's rubbing <laughs> her hands together, folks. So that must mean she's got something really good. Well, coming.
1: we got to do it. We got to do I it. I don't know what it's going to be, but we got to go there. We, we got to go there we got to drop into this.
0: The suchness We're requires. Much... <laughs> I'm sorry? The suchness requires. I don't even know if that's a <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: sentence. I just was trying to throw yeah. our word into a sentence. <laughs> the suchness requires you to meditate.
1: Uh, well, I'm going to go with um, how nature is. Um, it, the quote I said at the beginning, it, it just is because nature just is
0: and um
1: yeah and and qigong was developed by you know thousands of years ago um witnessing watching nature and how it uh moves and how it just is you know um the birds don't wake up in the morning and say, mm, "I don't know if I feel like singing today." You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how nature nature just is. It it, um, it does have that suchness of life. So let's let's just um, have our hands in prayer position in front of the heart. If you're in a place and space at this moment that you can do that and and take a moment, uh, close your eyes if you're able to. Uh, You can always go back and do this part later if you would like. And what we like to do is simply drop into this moment and with our hands in front of the heart, um, feel how we are a part of nature. And sometimes it's um, really easy to forget that as we get caught up in our modern world and everything that comes along with that. Um, so let's let's kind of center and ground ourselves in this moment. and if you're seated, uh, feel the earth beneath your feet imagine you can even imagine roots from the bottoms of your feet going down into the earth and notice the energy above the head put your awareness there and and Feel that divine energy above, and then putting the awareness in the area around the heart space, breathing into your center. Qigong, we call this the three treasures, the mind, the heart, and emotions, and the body. Just taking some nice, long, slow, deep breaths. like around the forehead and just feel that energy breathe into that and then the middle dantian the center of the chest breathing in there awareness in the heart space and down to the lower dantian just a little bit lower than the navel and breathing in the into our lower dantian our power center. And just take a nice deep breath into this moment, into the suchness of this moment. smiling to your three treasures and we'll take that feeling with us into our conversation Namaste
0: Namaste hmm. Thank
1: you You're welcome I got you.
0: s- even more excited to talk about this word and I don't think I've ever been more excited to talk about a word that I don't know anything about. (laughs) (laughs) But I do. But I think we all do, right? Um, I think
1: that's why I, that's why, exactly why I put it in my group of words because I just felt like, okay, I don't really know exactly what that me like, deep means and yeah. and so I think that's why I was like oh I think this would be cool to talk about
0: so. I think so too and when I think about that one of the things that came to me while you were medi- when we were meditating mm-hmm. and I think and again I apologize if I'm incorrect but I think it was some of the teachings of um, Suzuki maybe that I was reading about, um, and when you're when I was thinking about this word suchness, and really mm-hmm. re- kind of letting it ruminate inside me while we were meditating, this whole idea of like it just is, and nature dictates what is, right? For mm-hmm. example, if we ha- we have here in a, in the United States and really in our region right now we're kind of bracing for what is right some mm-hmm. of us might get a snowstorm some of us might get rain none of us can mm-hmm. control that it's 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 All right. it, it's what's going to happen is going to happen and when i think about suzuki's teachings there's two realms of suchness that are entirely Um, Like Givens I guess if you will Birth And death Mm -hmm. Right Mm -hmm. The suchness Mm -hmm. of those Of those things that That's -hmm. that's the entity of suchness Birth and death Those things are going to happen Right And I think death Like death more so And I'm not trying to make this like completely morbid conversation Yeah there might not always be a guarantee of birth but where there is life Mm -hmm. there is the certainty that death is also going to follow at some point on that timeline yeah that's That's the essence of suchness
1: yeah that's the rhythm Mm
0: -hmm. that's
1: that's the rhythm of life
0: yeah
1: it's like breath
0: yeah where there's breath there is life breath like is suchness and
1: exhale.
0: yeah breath is the essence of suchness essentially because if you yeah. don't have this if you don't have this breath, breath then death, death is inevitable
1: right
0: yeah what an interesting concept that really brings you just immediately to present mind
1: yes that's how I'm feeling right now. It's just yes. like it's almost like it. It leaves me a little speechless in a way. Yeah, because because I'm just kind of like whoa.
0: It's a bliss. Suchness is the, the uh, well and
1: awe. It's awe.
0: It's the bliss state.
1: And awe and wonder.
0: Yeah. And it's pure and simplistic. Right? There's no, Mm -hmm. there's no, there's no, you know, going back to a word we had earlier this season, there's no effervescence to it. There's no bubbly, you know, kind of invigoration around suchness. Mm -hmm. It just is in its purest simplicity. It just I love that. Yes. And, gosh. And you think about that contrast, Pat, though, of birth and death, Mm -hmm. right? Both of those things have very different energy Mm -hmm. to them, right? Birth is typically an exciting, typically, I say, an exciting time. New life is coming, and death is very, you know, sad. And yet there's this richness and beauty Well,
1: and I think some of that, what you're saying, though, some of that is what we Mm. um, create around those two things. I mean...
0: When you started to say that, I just got the distinction. The birth and the death in and of themselves are the suchness.
1: Yeah. The other
0: stuff is All the
1: other stuff is the... What we think about it, or what we "quote unquote" put on there, yeah. um, if we if we simplified it, you know, they would be the same energy, you know, mm-hmm. or more the same at least. We didn't because put that on
0: there. Yeah,
1: there's, you know, we've talked about. Um, grief and loss and death and dying on on the podcast quite a few times Mm -hmm. and um there's there's such a um quote-unquote thing that we do with death and dying in our western culture um or don't do (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know um I think that's really interesting. Just, yes. <laughs> this yeah. Is, because this the, is kind of blowing my mind.
0: Because, a bit. The, the, going back to the, the word suchness, the death itself, that's where the suchness mm-hmm. resides. The grieving is the thing that we put on. Yeah,
1: it. yeah,
0: yeah. It's, yeah. Part of, it's a, it's a but, part of normal human condition.
1: Right. How, how many times do people say death is a part of life?
0: Yeah. When somebody
1: gr- dies, oh, the, it's, you know.
0: The grieving is our choice. Is that fair yeah. to say?
1: Yeah. And it's it's natural, mm-hmm. and, it, you know, there's so many different ways to um, talk about it and, and look at it. But um, I was just listening to something the other day, and, and I've talked about this before, where Um, uh, the love is, you know, that love, or whatever it is, is still there. And, and getting to that place where you can feel that way about it, you know, it just, it's, it's different for everybody. And it, it, um, it can happen quicker or longer depending on who you are and how you're you know all that um but it really is you know it's that cycle it's that cycle of life and and it's and it's reality and I think somewhat talking about suchness it's talking about reality too um it back to it just is
0: it just is I, I looked really quickly because I wanted to make sure that I didn't misquote, but um, in 1900, Suzuki's uh, philosophy said that suchness is the cosmic order of the world, the norm of existence.
1: Mm.
0: Love it's, it. So it's like when we're talking about like cosmic it worker. just is, it's the mm-hmm. order of the things that happen without our connotation Mm-hmm. attached to it.
1: Mhm.
0: Mhm. You know, when, like yeah. we talked about, it's just the suchness is just the existence of the like of in this example we're giving of the of birth. Mm-hmm. Without the gladness, without the, you know, whatever feelings that you are attaching to it. In the same way with death, mm-hmm. it's just the death. Yeah. The experience of that and the norm of this is a part of life.
1: Mhm. Mhm
0: human condition is something that is outside of suchness perhaps Um, when I say human condition I mean all of the things that we attach to life events to outside of the cosmic order or that kind of spur off of the cosmic order of things This, this cosmic order you know is already set into play with these sequential things that will happen in that order and Mm -hmm. then we come along as humans like a like pinballs being shot into into the suchness that are those bumpers and we go yeah yeah trying to make things happen that maybe don't i've heard it
1: i've heard it described like it's just a play you know it's all a play and we're you know you can get to the point where you're up up above it looking down And watching this play and if you really get there (laughs) it is it is really something else because I I really feel like I've experienced that in moments in my life it's I don't think it's something that you can you know I mean I'm sure you can but um, that I haven't dwelled in for a long time long periods of time but I have had moments like that like wow this is you know I can watch myself in this play Mm
0: -hmm. would you would would you say and this just this just came to me suchness is like the ultimate like it's a zen state right like when I think of zen like when you're like you're talking about the play it's like I'm just watching these things happen. I'm a I'm a I'm an observer, a mindful observer in my life. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm in a Zen state, when I'm just these things are happening regardless of my input or lack of input.
1: Mhm. And Well, and and Zen to me, when I think of Zen, I think of the word spaciousness. Mm.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so and I I really liked the word you used earlier simplicity.
0: Yeah, cuz it like, really is. Like,
1: like it's like when you boil everything down.
0: You it's know. just the water.
1: And and you said something about birth and death. Look at at the point of death or when you're, you know, if you're one of the people who knows you you know you're at the within days or hours of your death yeah
0: what
1: would what would life be boiled down to but something very simple i would
0: imagine yeah something very simple of in this moment i'm yeah living right if you are just mere moments from i know i don't have much time left on this planet and i actually i um a a dear friend of mine um, faced a I'll keep them anonymous they know who they are um, lost somebody very dear to them last night to cancer and it was you know I think about those those moments and I have somebody who's very dear to me right now who's kind of on that same doorstep having those moments of right now I'm alive and uh, you know how profound how profound
1: i have, I have s- chills i have so much tea going on I'm, right I'm te- now i'm
0: tearing up thinking about it because it's when amazing. you say that you know i'm not trying to get too emotional but um you know when you have when you have that kind of real realization of right now i'm just breathing i'm still here and I, and I'm not, I don't, I, I don't say that I fantasize about it, but it has crossed my mind of, I wonder what those moments are like when you're right there on that, mm-hmm. that thread. It's really like this, this thread thin moment
1: Yeah. when you're here well,
0: and you're not.
1: And, you know, I'm sure most of us have heard or read about people who see they actually see the light
0: yeah they might
1: hear hear somebody saying something um yeah and I like that right the th- the thread I mean it's
0: it, yeah, it's, it's literally just, that
1: it's so close
0: yeah yeah It's I just mean, there. Wow. Ooh. and I and and again you know that that suchness of in this right right now in this moment you know, I just am. I am breathing. I am here. Um, you know, when you talk about, like, what it boils down to, the initial that analogy, the imagery that I got in my mind, because, as I've said before, hypnotists mm-hmm. think in, in images. Um, mm-hmm. We speak in metaphors. We think in images. Um, think of that pot of boiling water. The water... And the pot, that's suchness. Mm-hmm. But then you add heat to it. You add a heat source to it, and it begins to bubble. And that's all the stuff that we add outside of reality. Mm-hmm. Those bubbles begin to form. The more heat you add to it, the more energy you put into it, the more uh, you step outside of reality and start to what if, what could... You know, what if this happens? Maybe I should have done this or I could have done that. The further you're getting away from reality, the more bubbles that are coming up in your pot. But as soon as you turn that heat source back down and begin to look at that pot of water as just the water, you still see just the water, even though the bubbles are still there, even though the rippling might still be happening, even when the calming is happening, um, and the bubbles are starting to calm down. If you allow yourself to, you can just focus on the fact that it's just water. It's just hot water at this point. Yeah. That's suchness. That's like the reality of the things without your connotation, your... Um, with I your, guess, outside of lived experience, right? That that's your, a, um, your pureness. Your ac-
1: acquired tea your, all your stuff.
0: yeah all the stuff all the stuff yeah. yeah you know think about how many times have you gotten your people you know, our listeners how many times you gotten yourself in a situation where you've done that where you you put all the lived and learned experiences the this is what happened last time this happened this is what could happen because my imagination and my monkey mind is running wild right now mm-hmm. This is what could happen. This is what I've got to prepare myself. That's that animalistic mind of the human condition that goes back to caveman times. That's preparing the amygdala in your brain to go, I- I- are-, are we going to fly off the handle? Or do
1: I run? Do I, do run? I breathe? Yeah.
0: Do I sc- ah. What do I do? Do I scream? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's all. That's all part of the human condition. But when you reside in the suchness, and you're in those conditions. You're able to s- to see the simplicity of, oh, I'm not really in danger. Or maybe I am and I'm going to remove myself from this situation. Or, that's not as bad as I thought it was. Like, we're still boiling back down to the suchness of existence when we're still putting that, oh, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Right? It just is, and sometimes we as humans respond or usually react when we just need to not, when we just need to let things unfold how they might without our input.
1: I keep thinking about the uh, present moment awareness. I mean, doesn't Mm. that bring us to the suchness of life.
0: Absolutely. Present moment awareness. Isn't
1: that what, isn't that what we're seeking?
0: That is what, that's what we're seeking. And and no matter how
1: you get there, you know, there's a bunch of different ways to get there, but, um, that's, that's what we're seeking.
0: And that's not to say that we're expecting people to just be non- you know, just just to be bumps on a log, right?
1: We, we right.
0: Underst- I understand. That's part of the human condition that we we're programmed to get ourselves out of danger. Absolutely. But we if just, you, we
1: don't have to li- we don't have to live there. No, twenty four
0: seven. We don't. We can let the we can let the amygdala, amygdala calm down. Let her flap, come back down, and rest, mm-hmm. and live in the suchness that mm-hmm. is life. Um, yeah. As humans, like I said, we're we're programmed, we're wired to to think that we we have to react. I have to do something. I just can't sit back and not do anything. How many times have we said that before? I just can't sit yeah. back and do nothing. Right? Yes, yeah. you can. <laughs> I was
1: just listening to, uh, um, and this is um, Krishna Das, mm. the the chant guy. I really like, yeah. and He you know, has these. Little talks on YouTube, and I was just listening to one the other day. And it was actually a conversation he was having with somebody who was asking him a question. And he's just like, You don't have to do anything, you just, you know, you kind of do your thing. I mean, he said more than that, but you do your thing and just, you know, be happy. And he said, If you can't do that if you can't be happy then figure out why you can't be happy but otherwise it's like you don't have to do anything it's like and he he always says um that it's it's not like you have to like if you're meditating say or if you doing qigong or or any other you know some kind of practice spiritual mm-hmm. practice he said you don't there's not something you have to get from it just kind of let it yeah let it happen and there it is again it just is and what do we say all the time just be
0: it reminds me of the um, the Buddhist concept of Dharma Right, it's the reality. The reality of things are the way they are, and you know, there's this the human condition. I think where it comes into play is whether or not there's an ethical obligation um, to respond or react. But in and of itself, you know, um, dharma I think is both memory serves me correctly, it's both Buddhist and Hindu, um, for people who aren't familiar with what I'm saying, D-H-A-R-M-A, Dharma, um, they just, for an individual to kind of live in suchness or live out their Dharma, they are, um, they're inherent to, you know, to nature, so they're, they're just one mm-hmm. with nature, and they act mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in governance with just the universal flow, with mm-hmm. really, truly just going with the flow. Yeah. yeah. Um, how? When was the last time you gave yourself permission to just go with the flow, and, you know, outside of any ethical or valued principle that you own you know, that you felt that you needed to get involved in something, just let something play out and mm-hmm. see if it just manifests something different all on its own without your seemingly necessary input. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, we don't need uh, to. Just we yeah. can just be. We we, we can give ourselves permission to just be.
1: And these Concepts that we talk about
0: are—they're
1: simple, but we know they're not easy. It's yeah. not easy in our modern world to to practice this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it is—it is a practice.
0: <laughs> it it
1: that's, absolutely well, that's is. Why they call it
0: they. Whoever they are. <laughs> the the universal days. Yeah, that's why we call it that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it is a practice. It mm-hmm. it takes time to undo that human condition that we talk about. Um mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it takes time and practice to be able to dedicate yourself to a state of suchness. Um you know when I think about, um, you know, all that hu that human condition can do to us for good or bad or for indifference, if think about this for just a second, that if we practiced this art of suchness as it is, more so than and worked on that. Rather than getting ourselves all boiled and up and tied in knots, when you think about what that might do in this Western world to live in this concept and how we might actually eliminate a, a lot of a, a lot of illness, maybe not everything, but certainly those stress-born illnesses, I don't think would exist in yeah. the way that they do now if yeah. we practice suchness.
1: I mean, even even. Um, just anxiety and depression alone, um, to, you know, and I'm not minimizing anything that anybody is dealing with out there.
0: Yeah.
1: And absolutely, you know, that's not what we're saying. Um, but, um, the practice of, um... Stringing together more moments of present moment awareness, which is what Qigong is, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm Talking about because that's what I practice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that's you know, that's the practice and you know Starting even a minute a day a- and and growing from there, and that's you know, and that's what I'm saying. It's the these the simple practices that you know, we know they're not easy, but they're something that you know that you and I work with, and um, again, that's what we're seeking,
0: and um,
1: it's it's possible.
0: It's absolutely possible. Um, in 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 the and I'll I'll say minimal studies I've done, um, because I don't live a Buddhist life. Um, Living a life of suchness, I would imagine, is the the totality of, of, of being, your being. And if you do that throughout your lifespan, I would imagine that's the equivalent of the, the culmination that the Buddhists try to achieve to arrive at, uh, in, in that nirvana state, right? To try to get to that ultimate, you know, sense of peace. Um, I think I've heard it said before that, um, in, in the faith there's these noble truths so when I think of suchness you know, it falls right in line with those noble truths right there's no in in living in suchness it is just that simplistic pure essence of just being you know I think the feet you have to you have to nourish your body in a certain way for it to you know be able to be this body um and so when you're in that suchness state, right, there's no... Um, and again, like Pat said, we're not min- trying to minimize anything anybody is actually going through, through you know, their, their absolute illnesses. I, myself, have um, not been ashamed to admit on the podcast that I live with a mental health disorder. Um, and so when I imagine living in a... Uh, a state of suchness, if you will, or trying to attain a state of suchness. There's no conflict in mm-hmm. suchness, right? It just is. Yeah. There's no yeah. should. There's yeah. no conflict between is and should. There's no and, what do I need to do. And the freedom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The freedom. There's no cravings for things. There's no... Um, you know over the top burning urges and desires you're just fulfilled in just being Mm -hmm. there's a beauty that comes with that yeah Um, it is it is beautiful i was thinking that
1: too it is beautiful
0: yeah and there's no states of rightness or wrongness there's no states of um, injustice or justice, there's no states of, um, you know, health or pain. Being offended. Yeah. All that stuff just...
1: It just kind of...
0: It goes away when you turn off the heat. And the bubbles aren't there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It just, it brings a lightness and freedom.
0: Absolutely. I feel lighter just talking about it. I do it. too, and I just <laughs> had to put I had on a blanket. <laughs> I had, had to combler. put,
1: I had to put a wrap on and a scarf on because I have so much energy flying around here. I am—it it feels like the room just dropped twenty degrees <laughs> or something.
0: Yeah, because you yeah, don't have all those amazing. bubbles. You don't have all those bubbles coming up now, right? I get that, that analogy. That's what I think it is, right? You tr- you literally churn the heat down from all those connotations of the bubbles of what coulda shoulda what I need to do, what I got to do. You're just very present so I mm-hmm. I can understand how the temperature would mm-hmm. drop And it's you. Like,
1: it's yeah. like after you have a Reiki treatment and sometimes you get really cold yeah. because of
0: the energy. The energy. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's exactly it's like I just had a uh, mini Reiki treatment, but in the most uh, abundant way.
0: Yeah, could you imagine if a, a, a life of where this this kind of bliss state had permanence? If you could, what would it be like for you, Pat? If you could take this feeling right now. That or we have?
1: Could- If we could bottle it.
0: (laughs) You could bottle it. What would it be like for you to stay in that bliss state? What would that be like? Well, yeah. the hypnotist asks.
1: (laughs) It would just be amazing. It would, you know, and I really really feel like we can have those moments. Now, having this happen 24-7, 365, you know, I don't know. I'm sure there's people that have, but um, I, I mean, guess it's yeah. something you can, in a way, if you,
0: if Practice. you try.
1: Practice, yeah.
0: Yeah. You're practicing that, building on that idea of that transpersonal storehouse of your consciousness, right? Just making, reminding yourself that you know, mm-hmm. the suchness is me. It's not just within you. The suchness is you.
1: Yes. And you know, one thing that I think really helps is that, okay, just for myself, I have felt this in this moment. And so let's just say tomorrow I want to sit for a few minutes mm-hmm. and just kind of gather this and bring this back for a few minutes tomorrow and just like we do here on the pocket just drop into it and feel it yeah feel it let it you know it might take it might take more than five minutes but just try to feel that again Mm -hmm. it is this is so healing and healthy for your mind emotions and body it's just it's amazing it is like if we could put it in a bottle it would be like Maybe the best medicine
0: billionaires <laughs> <laughs> <It would. laughs> heck with qvc we'd have our own network <laughs> like yeah it'd be awesome so yeah i can't i can't i couldn't have said that better just take some time and practice even if it's two minutes and you build that to five minutes, let yourself be aware. Let that be your consciousness that suchness is you. It's not just in you. It is you, and it's possible. So when we come back, I'm going to try to build on that idea and lead us out with um, a meditation around just being. So stay tuned. have a word you want Pat and I to consider for a future episode, you can leave it on our Facebook page at Unscripted Energy or email us at unscriptedenergy@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Unscripted Energy. And so we're talking about this word of the week, suchness, S-U-C-H-N-E-S-S, suchness. We've had a great conversation around it. So what I would like to do as we wind up here today is to do a nice little meditation about really just practicing that suchness like Pat talked about just being in the moment. And so this is gonna be a nice little maybe five or seven minute practice for you to just settle in and practice any time of day that you need it. So if it's safe and comfortable for you to do so, one of the easiest ways to tune out the outside world and tune in to your suchness is to just close your eyes and focus on your breath. So if you're in a place where it's safe and comfortable for you to do so, go ahead and Close your eyes, and if it's not or you don't feel comfortable closing your eyes, you can leave them open and just find a focal point And just notice your breath. Notice how your breath automatically just comes in and out of your body. You don't even need to try. The suchness is not only in you, it is you, in that breath. That breath is automatic. That's the reality of you. It's the essence of you, that breath. That breath is within you, and it just happens. It just is, and you just are. And you might, in this moment, be aware of your feet and the place that they land, whether you're sitting or lying, or where your legs are touching. You might be aware of where your bottom is, or where your arms are resting and your hands are resting. You're even more aware of your breath as it moves your chest and your belly. You might even be aware of your cheeks and your eyes and your head. You might even be aware of your whole self. and In this moment, you might not even be aware. And that's okay. You might not be aware of the fact that you're just kind of floating. Not really even supported by the chair or the bed. You're just here. Taking up the space that makes up the body that is you. Mm -hmm. Wonderful you. You might not even be aware of the breath now as it's just doing its thing. You just are doing your thing. The reality is, is that you are breathing. You are living. You are here. You are safe. You are content with just being. So just be for a moment. While I rest and allow you to rest in silence for a moment or two. To just enjoy this state of suchness. Just enjoy this state of suchness. Nobody needs anything, including you. Nobody wants anything right now, including you. There are no desires. No urges. No illness. No ailment. Just you. Healthy and living in this moment. Breathing and being in this moment. Free. Simple. Tranquil. You. Take another moment or two in the suchness as it is. Take another big deep breath into your whole self. As you exhale out, come back into this space. Have the awareness of your feet, your legs, your bottom. Take another big deep breath in. As you exhale out, become aware of your belly and your back, your chest, your shoulders. Take a third breath in and out and feel your arms, your face, your head. Take a fourth breath in and out through your nose and feel your whole self to bring the suchness back with you and allow these feelings to resonate within you, around you, and through you in the days and the minutes and the hours ahead. Namaste. Thank you for letting us share this. Thank you, Hatt. Thank you yes. for a wonderful Thank season.
1: Thank you. It has been wonderful. Yeah. yeah. What a great what great way to wrap up the season. This was this was really, really cool today.
0: Yeah, I agree. I really like this word. I'm glad that you were all here to share this time with us. So wrapping up season five. Um and just as a note, we will resume programming in March. Um, right, we're recording back in March first, so um, mm-hmm. season start season six starts back in March. So we'll see you then. Enjoy your the rest of your January and your February. And thanks for being with us. Signing off for Unscripted Energy. I'm Nora Noble. Be well. Stay safe. Peace. You have been listening to Unscripted Energy, a podcast by hosts Nora Nopal and Pat Jones. The viewpoints on Unscripted Energy are those solely of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of our followers or commentators. Thank you for tuning in to Unscripted Energy.